0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Lifelong Podcast, episode 77. Thank you so much for being here. Today is another solo episode, and I wanted to dive into my predictions for 2024 wellness trends. I actually had a poll up in my Instagram stories yesterday, and I allowed you all to vote on what topic you wanted for this week. I had A lot of topics in mind, and I'll end up doing all of those most likely, but I just wanted to get a sense of what you guys really wanted to hear about this week. So the results are in, and nearly 47% of you all that voted wanted me to do wellness trend predictions for 2024. So I have had a blast putting together a list of trends and also kind of recapping. 2023 trends, thinking about these trends from 2023 that might carry over to 2024, and then also some new things that I think will emerge in 2024. But before we get into that, just a few little updates for you guys. It is Christmas time. It's the holidays. I have been getting a lot of questions actually about Christmas trees And it's kind of a funny story. I'm being facetious. It's not very funny at all. But I honestly grew up without a real Christmas tree. We always did fake trees. And I never had any kind of like reaction to those fake trees growing up. My dad was actually allergic to real trees. So I could never do a real tree. So when Joseph and I were first living together, We decided to do a real Christmas tree because he is, I mean, he's in the industry, literally. He works in landscape design and construction. So, like, plants and trees are totally up his alley. And there was no question we were going to do a real tree. I was so excited because you kind of like fantasize about that the whole, you know, picking up a tree and wrapping it up and putting it on top of your car and driving with the tree on top of it. Something about that is so romantic romantic to me and we never got to do that growing up. So I was so excited. We got this tree. This was, I don't know, four or five years ago. And we were in an apartment and I was home more than Joseph because he just works like crazy long hours. And I noticed that I was having breathing difficulties in our apartment. And this apartment was like brand new. It was a place that never gave me any symptoms. I also I always felt amazing there. I actually think about that place a lot, which is probably not the most healthy thing to do. But I think anyone who's gone through mold illness can think of like those places that are that feel so healthy and so safe. And that apartment was just like my favorite one ever. But anyways, I started having like breathing issues, shortness of breath feeling super uncomfortable. And the only thing that had changed was this Christmas tree. And so I realized that just like my dad, I was reacting to the Christmas tree. And at this point, I also knew that I was allergy tested for mold and for dust. Those are like my two through like the traditional Western allergy testing. Those are the two things I'm allergic to. And having gone through mold illness, I'm already like sensitive to mold and tree real trees can harbor a lot of mold, especially if you're going to pick up a tree from a store, a real tree from a store, because think about it getting cut down, being on a truck, sitting on the the ground on the lot waiting to be purchased. There's a lot of time for that tree to just kind of accumulate water and mold and just gross things like that. On top of it, a lot of these trees that you buy at the store, a lot of these real trees that you buy at the store, rather, are pesticide-ridden, and of course, I didn't really think of that. We were just, it was Christmas time, we were buying a tree, and it was from a really reputable store that we like, but ultimately, I reacted to the tree. So, people are asking me, you know, what kind of tree do I have? What tree would I recommend for them? And it really, it's up to you. Like, get a real tree if that's something you want to do and just see how your body reacts to it. Not everyone will get this quote-unquote Christmas tree syndrome. I did, and it doesn't mean that you will. I do not want to be like Scrooge and say, don't get a real tree. I think you should. I think you should do whatever feels best for you. And if you end up getting the tree and you have a reaction, you'll figure it out. You're going to be okay. And it's only up to you to make that decision. But there are some things that you can do to kind of limit that Christmas tree syndrome symptoms, and that could be cutting down your own tree, making sure you dry it off, sourcing from an organic tree farm where they don't use pesticides. That's a really great option. My in-laws actually, they always do real trees, but they have farmland and we've planted Christmas trees out there. So they literally bring their tree in. And I think maybe one year we could try that for like for where Joseph and I live, but it just hasn't been convenient because they live in Wisconsin and we live in Illinois. And as far as fake trees go, there are definitely exposures from fake Christmas trees, from flame retardants and phthalates and other things like that. But to be honest, I have not been concerned about it because we got a tree from Grandin Road. I believe that's the brand's name. I don't have any kind of reaction. Sure, if I'm like touching the tree and really getting all up in it, I'm sure I'm getting exposed to some different chemicals because it's, you know, ultimately it's a tree made out of plastic and chemicals. Like it's it's man-made. But for me, it's not a big concern. I do not want to... Take the joy out of Christmas. I I get so much joy from our Christmas tree. It looks like a real one too. Grandin Road has the most beautiful trees. Again, not necessarily non toxic, but it's for a few weeks out of the year, and it's just again balance. You know, we're not about being perfect over here, and I just want to like share that with you because I'm human and I'm not perfect, and we just can't for we can't forget to embrace joy and and just being mindful of like the stress that also can be a toxin. So in summary, real Christmas trees can be triggering for those who are sensitive or allergic to mold, but there are things you can do to limit those reactions. And there are also some more non-toxic tree options out there, but It's not something I've dove into myself quite yet because I personally love my regular old, it's not old, but my regular fake tree. So there's that. Balance is a beautiful, beautiful thing. The next update for you is that my website is on pause right now. Holisticwithheidi.com is under construction, so to speak. I'm actually kind of Reevaluating my brand as a whole right now and figuring out what I want to do with all of that moving into 2024. But what I will say is that Lifelong is becoming my top priority and I am so excited about the growth. I could not do this without you and I just really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode, to listen to any episode, leave a rating, review, seriously, like anything you can do to share the episode, I would so appreciate it. I don't mean to throw in that plug right now, but the point is my website's on pause. Some things with Holistic with Heidi are kind of on pause, but Lifelong is freaking exploding right now. And we are going full steam ahead with Lifelong. And then I also still run a marketing consultancy, but that's a conversation for another day. Thank you guys for voting in my poll. Now let's dive into the body of this episode. 2024 Wellness Trend Predictions. Okay, first things first, before diving into the 2024 wellness trends, let's recap the 2023 wellness trends that I noticed. There was a lot going on in wellness this year, and I noticed so many trends, I'm sure you did too, many of which I hypothesize will carry over to 2024. So cold plunging is obviously like a huge trend right now in 2023. I think that will continue based on all of the benefits, but I also think that there will be more of a trend towards these like warming therapies, like sauna and warm baths and Epsom salt baths and all the warming things, especially. When thinking about the other schools of thought, like traditional Chinese medicine, they're very against anything cold on the body. And that is something else that occurs in wellness so much is like there can be so many conflicting things. So it's all about finding out what works for you, trial and error, being your own like guru, being a guinea pig, like at least that's what I like to do. I like just hearing about different things researching different things, and then trying and giving it like a solid try and then deciding if it's something I want to continue or not and kind of go from there. Because as we all know, wellness is not one size fits all. It is so bio-individualized. But in summary, I think cold plunging is something that is super trendy in 2023. I think it will continue into 2024, especially with men, but I think some more warming therapies will gain traction for women, especially being women with menstrual cycles. So the next one is Pilates. Pilates, I feel like, has just, like, blown up this year, especially reformer Pilates. It's always been around, but, like, I feel like it's the wellness girly thing to be like, oh my gosh, I do Pilates, Pilates this, Pilates that. Personally, I don't really do Pilates. Like, I've done some Pilates classes before, but For me, Pilates isn't really my jam, and I don't think it's going to really go away in 2024. I could see kind of a trend going towards more affordable ways to do Pilates, like wall Pilates or using um, slides or different things within your home. That isn't an expensive reformer. Red light therapy is another big trend from 2023 that I noticed. It's definitely not something that I think is really going to go away because of the benefits. And also these tools are very expensive. Um, I actually asked for one for Christmas and I think it starts at like $500, $600. So with expensive things like that, I could see them like if you have one, it's going to be a trend that continues. But on the same note, it's like Do we really think these expensive therapies are still going to be like super trendy, especially in times of like a recession, so to speak, just like a really fragile economy? I don't know. We'll go into that in the wellness trends for 2024, but some more kind of recaps from 2023. Another one was organ meats. Organ meats have a lot of benefits, and I think the evidence is out there. People have been super hyped about organ meats for all of the nutrients within them, the B vitamins, and all these special vitamins and minerals that are hard to source from other foods. I think that organ meats will continue, but I don't know if it's going to be like so on fire as it was kind of in the beginning of 2023, but we shall see. Blood sugar balancing has been another big trend in 2023. I really don't think that's going to go away in 2024 because of how good it makes people feel. Me personally, I now eat very blood sugar balanced, you know, not all the time, but like 80 20 as much as I can. And I feel the best when I eat blood sugar balanced. And I would say most people would agree. So that will probably continue into 2024. Mobility training is another thing that gained tons of traction in 2023. I feel like this was one of the things on the list from 2023 that like was a new thing. Some of these other things have been around for a while, but mobility training, I feel like blew up this year. People realized how important it is to stretch and recover and really just like be mobile. There's a lot of different programs and apps out there for mobility training. I have not really done anything myself other than stretching, so I don't know a ton about mobility training, but that's a really big thing. I'll be curious to see where that goes in 2024. Okay, this trend from 2023 is one that so many people like to hate on, especially those like in the mainstream. It's seed oil free. We now know how toxic seed oils are. Listen to my episode with Really Tan Man. We'll link it in the show notes to learn all about seed oils, what they are, the history of seed oils, and the alternatives to eating seed oils because you should not be eating seed oils because they're super, super inflammatory. They are not good. They are not like natural by any means, even though they sound so like, oh, vegetable oils. No, just because it has vegetable in the name. to play on words to get you thinking that they're healthy, but they're not. Seed oil-free will be a trend that will just continue to blow up into 2024. I mean, even some fast casual chains and other restaurants, for that matter, are going seed oil-free. There's that awesome app, Seed Oil Scout, where they document and just share what restaurants are seed oil-free. Most recently, sweet green went seed oil free. And I am here for it. Okay, lastly to close up the trends from 2023 before we go into the da-da-da-da. New stuff for 2024 is electrolytes. Electrolytes have been something that have also been blowing up. I think that'll continue. I'll be curious to see, like from a business perspective, what we'll kind of brands end up coming out because a lot of these electrolytes on the market right now are loaded with like natural flavors and sugar and stevia and other additives that I am not on board with I have yet to find a brand that I like could even remotely mention on this podcast so looking forward to seeing where that trend goes maybe seeing some better ingredient options pop up in 2024 All right, you guys, it's here. The new trends for 2024. These are my predictions for wellness trends for 2024. The first one on the list is circadian lighting. So, circadian lighting is all about getting in alignment with your circadian rhythm. So, what are circadian rhythms? Circadian rhythms are what control our sleep wake cycle, our hormonal activity. Body temperature, digestion, immune function, and more. It's part of the whole movement of, you know, getting sunlight first thing in the morning because it's good for your hormones and it's good for your sleep to improve your sleep and things like that. But indoor lighting is something that really Fs with your circadian rhythm just point blank. It's something that is, I think, needing a revamp and. I actually brought someone on my podcast, Brian Johnson. He's a holistic home builder, and I remember him, this was over a year ago, being on the show and talking about how within his holistic homes that he builds, he has circadian lighting. So this is lighting that is in alignment with your circadian rhythm. It can adjust during the day to the certain level or certain brightness or certain like tone rather that is... Makes sense from a circadian rhythm perspective that's in alignment with where the sun is at during that part of the day. So it's all about like waking up with the sun and going, winding down, maybe going to bed when the sun has set. So circadian lighting is something that I think is going to just kind of get more popular in 2024, really looking at lighting in the home as a whole, taking that red light one step further. Some people have these red lights in their home to kind of wind down at night, but I think the next step here is to really get the whole home in alignment. Of course, this is an expensive thing to do, but I can see at least an opportunity, business idea, (laughs) making a note of more kind of lighting or lamp brands coming out for even just small upgrades through the home that are in an alignment with your circadian. The next trend for 2024 wellness is strength training for women. I truly believe that it will continue to become more normalized because the longevity benefits are really coming to the surface right now. In a recent meta analysis combining 16 studies and data from over 1.5 million subjects, muscle strengthening activities were associated with almost a 20% lower risk of cardiovascular disease cancer, diabetes, lung cancer, and all-cause mortality. And a 2022 study in the JAMA Network based on the Canadian Longitudinal Study on Aging found that the presence of low muscle mass was associated with faster future cognitive function decline in adults at least 65 years old. The research theorized that greater muscle mass may result in more physical activity and cardiorespiratory fitness, which leads to more blood flow to the brain. It makes so much sense. I have been raving about strength training for the past couple years here. It's something that I started doing regularly a couple years ago, and it's not something I will ever stop. It literally makes me feel alive. It makes me feel so good. It's my favorite way to really decompress, get out, any bad thoughts, any bad feelings. I just like lift weight and I feel better. And I really am excited for this to continue to become more normalized, especially for women. And not to mention weight loss is another great benefit from strength training. Not that I would ever promote anything where, ah, this is all about weight loss. I'm all about longevity and health and feeling your best. But for those that do need to lose some weight for their own well-being and prevention of some of these diseases like diabetes and heart disease, one of the best things you can do is starting to strength train. And it's not an easy thing to start, but the most important thing is to just start and start in small doses, start with light weight, just really get accustomed to lifting weight. Even if it's not heavyweight, there are so many even beneficial things you can do with lighter weight. My next wellness trend for 2024 is that non-toxic products will continue to grow. Okay, I am obviously super biased here being the host of a non-toxic living and longevity podcast, being someone who is so passionate about non-toxic living and products and all the things. But what I will say is with people getting sicker and our world getting more toxic, it is inevitable that more and more people will want and need to purchase non-toxic products. We've already seen it increase in a lot of categories, especially with cleaning and skincare and and makeup. I think it will just continue to gain traction. And I have been telling people that like five years from now, non-toxic will be like the mainstream thing across all sorts of people. I think it'll become more and more accessible because there is no other way. Like we just can't keep microdosing poison through toxic skincare and toxic cleaning products and all the different things. Again, not to scare you, but the great news is that I see I see the light. I really think that it's going to become the more normal thing, even when you're browsing through Target or Walmart, reducing people's toxic exposures is so paramount right now. And I think brands will start to take ingredient sourcing and transparently more seriously because the consumers are pushing the market that way. So let's continue to push that market towards non-toxic products. Of course, listen to any and all of my podcast episodes here on Lifelong because I offer tons of resources. If you're new to non-toxic living, start from the beginning. You can even go to my Instagram pages at lifelong underscore pod or at holistic with Heidi. To learn even more, I'm here to make non-toxic living easy and accessible for all. And non-toxic products will seriously continue to grow in 2024 and beyond. Mark my words. <laughs> the next wellness trend for 2024 that I am predicting is that EMF protection will continue to get more popular. I predict that more EMF shielding products and low EMF products will emerge giving the research around EMF exposures. I think that corded headphones will make a comeback, not because I'm the only one at the gym right now wearing corded headphones, but I'm seeing more and more people putting on corded headphones, even if (laughs) even if there's just a few of us in the gym, I think it's going to get more popular when people start realizing and learning that these EMFs are literally like going ear to ear, radiating your brain in small doses, of course, but it's it's just not cool radiating your brain is not cool in 2024 in my opinion. I also think that with the wearable market like wearable technology market being such a thing over the past like five to ten years I predict from a business perspective again business idea that more wearable technology will come out that is low EMF. For example the Aura Ring versus the Apple Watch. I would love to see more products like that come to market so If you want to launch one of those, you should do it because I think that trend is only going to grow with the growing research. The research is out there, but it takes like 20 years sometimes for things to come to the medical and to the mainstream. So you can do your own research. Okay, the next one is real whole foods. This is not something that is new. Real whole foods will continue to grow and be popular, eating less processed foods because, you know, processed foods and foods with pesticides are just not good for our health, and I think more and more people are learning about it. The organic market and regenerative reg- markets blew up in 2023, and I think that that will only continue into 2024. My only concern there is that the economy is way worse right now, and people are feeling it. And obviously, organic and regenerative can be more expensive. So I'd love to see like. More affordable options coming out that are organic and regenerative or just real food focused. I think also people will find more creative ways to source food besides the supermarket. For example, farmers markets, joining a CSA, gardening, Azure Standard, and so much more. I think people just really are getting tired of the supermarket, at least those that are like on my level of you know, health and wellness and non-toxic living, it's like, oh, another silly thing comes out like the appeal or appeal fiasco where there was like that, you know, undisclosed coding that was being added to even organic produce. You can listen to episode 72 of Lifelong to learn more about that. But people just want transparency. And I think the research is out there that it doesn't matter if you're super into health and wellness or if you're you really, you know, you still eat your conventional processed foods. I think there's even people all across the board that want to know what they're eating. Not everyone, of course, but can we agree that that is growing? And I remember reading about that, but I might be pulling that kind of out of my butt right now. I don't know. So, the point is, Real Whole Foods will continue to be popular on a similar note with organ meats growing in popularity, I can see game meats being more normalized. Growing up, I think game meats were like just something you did when you when you were in Colorado at some like mountain restaurant, there was a bison burger or a buffalo burger and you're like, "Oh my god, like dad, why are you eating buffalo? Like that's so crazy. Oh my gosh." But now it's normal. Like honestly, bison is one of my favorite foods right now and we're actually going to buy I don't know what exact quantity, but maybe like an eighth or a sixteenth of a bison sometime soon. So, super pumped about that. I'll let you know when I do. We also have a stock of venison that my husband harvested, but to be honest, I'm not really at a point where I want to eat venison yet. Gamey foods can be a bit of a transition. So, I love bison and I'm leaning into that. But I really do think, again, in alignment with like the real whole foods, regenerative food movement, I can see game meats just. Gaining popularity, not saying that they're going to be super mainstream, but they will become more and more popular because they are the most ethical way to source meat. They're better for human health and the environment. Next on the list of 2024 wellness trend predictions is affordable wellness trends. Okay, so this is kind of broad, but with the economy being a hot mess, so to speak, I can see expensive therapies and tools fading out a bit. And I can see there being more of a focus on affordable practices or going back to the basics, like less emphasis on these expensive therapies and tools that were previously super trendy and more emphasis on those basics like clean water, quality sleep, daily sun exposure, daily movement, less processed food, stress reduction, all those things. And next, Botox injectable alternatives. More and more people will learn the dangers of injectables and look to natural alternatives. This is obviously such a big, big industry. Like, big beauty is freaking booming. I think Botox and injectables will continue to grow in popularity. And with Instagram and social media and AI, like there's definitely a large percentage of people that are... I guess, falling victim to big beauty's tactics. But on the same note, I guess on the other side of things, the alternative movement with Botox and and injectable alternatives, anti-aging, so to speak, that movement will also continue to grow because of the adverse effects associated with that. And then also just like natural beauty being something that is so remarkable And honestly, the most feminine thing out there is natural beauty. And with, you know, feminist movements and things like that, I would love to see people kind of pushing towards aging gracefully natural beauty and all those different things. So there are also a lot of alternatives that I have talked about that I would like to mention. Alternatives to Botox and injectables. That is the Clear Stem Bounce Back Serum. And I'll link this all in the show notes. Lasers. So these are not exactly the most natural thing out there, but I will say when thinking about worst to best, there are some better for you things like lasers. If you need, if you want some work done to your face, no judgment, at least start with a laser because the laser doesn't like get injected into your bloodstream and they are a good alternative. Like if you're looking for something really advanced, but if you're not, there is also. Facial acupuncture, the new face tool, facial massage, and microneedling, plus so many other things that are non invasive and non toxic. I also have two awesome episodes about Botox alternatives episode six of Lifelong with Uma Ghosh, that's all about facial massage, and then episode 38 with the founders of Clearstem Skincare. Next trend I wanna chitty chat about are plastic free fabrics. Hi, obviously, I'm such a fan of natural fibers. I've been telling you all in my episodes about non toxic clothing. Those are episodes 15 and 43. We will link those in the show notes. I've been telling you all how I have been trying to upgrade my closet to non toxic and natural fibers. It's obviously a journey and it's not something that I want to be a perfectionist about. I still, you know, wear my aloe leggings that are made from petroleum, but they're super cute and I like them and they make me feel good and I have a good balance of things going on. Again, not to be a perfectionist, but I do think because of the growing movements in the sustainable areas and the non toxic living areas, natural fibers will start to make a comeback. Athleisure made out of natural fibers versus petroleum will likely be one of the first areas that I am estimating brands will lean into because it's the most problematic. So again, listen to episode 15 and 43 of Lifelong to learn more, but plastic-free fabrics are really going to be a thing if not in 2024 in the very near future because plastic in our clothes is just not it. Okay guys, we made it to the end of the episode. I wanted to just kind of sum up those trends for 2024. The wellness trends that I'm predicting for 2024 are circadian lighting, strength training for women, non-toxic products continuing to grow, EMF protection continuing to grow, real whole foods continuing to be a thing, affordable wellness trends, Botox and injectable alternatives, and plastic-free fabrics. These predictions are solely my own and I will be curious to see what ones play out and what trends will also be predicted. It's fun to be ahead of the curve right now and throw out my predictions. And then I think a recap at the end of the year, at the end of 2024, will be super exciting to just kind of go back and see what ones hit, what ones didn't. And yeah, we'll go from there. I'm so excited. Also remember that trends are just trends. Like, it's fun. I think it's more fun to make your own trends and to kind of like go off the beaten path. That's always who I've been. Following trends is not always where it's at. But I'm, of course, a little biased here in this episode. This was such a fun episode. Let me know what you think of it. Send me a DM on Instagram at lifelong underscore pod or send me an email, Heidi at holistic with I'm always here for you all. Anyways, thanks, folks. Hope you all enjoyed this episode about 2024 Wellness Trends. One more thing before you go. Are you subscribed to Lifelong Podcast? Have you left a rating and review? Are you following along on Instagram at lifelong underscore pod and at holistic with Heidi? If you're not doing so already, consider doing it to support our show and to help spread this message near and far. Thank you all, and we'll see you next week.